Today is the 10th of January, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy. We'll pick it up as we go along. And my prayer is that God will use his time with us. This year, we're going back to our original format for a thought for the day, alongside our Bible readings. Speaking of which, we're following a version of the Navigator's 5x5 New Testament reading plan, focusing on, as you guessed it, the New Testament. So let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Oh God, we trust in your power, even as it is often found in weakness. In your wisdom, even as it is expressed in seeming foolishness. In your wholeness, even as it comes to us amidst brokenness. We do not ask this day for dazzling displays of strength, electric exercises of intellectual prowess, or marvellous manifestations of miracles. Lord, we come simply to be with you. So touch us, Lord. Sinners that we are, that we might become your saints, your body, your children, your church. For this temple of your Spirit, Lord, is built not upon our own abilities, knowledge, or skills, but upon you. In Jesus Christ. Amen. Colossians 1 9. Since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So often we hear about the amazing things that God is doing around the world. We get posters, we get newsletters, we get emails. But how many times do we actually stop and pray for them? I mean consistently, really consistently, not just Lord bless the church in Cameroon or Lord bless the church in Guadeloupe. And often it's because we hear them being persecuted or we hear that they are victims of some sort of horrible natural event. But we never really pray for them to grow or know more about God, do we? Paul wrote these words to the Colossian church even though he'd never been there. And yet, despite his never having visited them, he managed to minister to them fairly effectively. His prayer was specifically for them to better know God and his will for them. Now that's an amazing idea. Maybe one of the things that we can incorporate into our own prayer lives and the prayer lives of our church is to twin ourselves with a mission church. It might be an inner city project, might be an overseas church, it might be a church in trouble, and to start praying consistently for that organization asking God to help them, help them know him and his will more perfectly. We could take it further, actually. We could let them know that we are thinking and praying for them. If they are anything like me, then they would appreciate all the prayer and support they can get as they reach out to those in their communities who are far from God. So as we go into the weekend, and as we meet on Sunday to worship, let's have a conversation with our church families about extending the hand of fellowship across the world and see what God does, not only for them, but also for us. 
Personally, I can't wait. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about how Jesus calms the storm. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. In the midst of the storms of life, help us to see clearly what you would have us hear. Give us moments of peace so that we can hear your voice. Guide our hearts and our minds. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 8 When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commands as a testimony to them. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering horribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed, for I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and I tell that one, come, and he comes, and I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, 
I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west, and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then the teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their own dead. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake, so that waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. When he arrived at the other side in the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God? they shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Some distance from there a large herd of pigs were feeding. The demons begged Jesus, If you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. He said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off went into the town and reported all of this, including what had happened to the demon-possessed man. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. We're going to have some more music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention, and after music we'll say our prayers for the day. Thank you. 
Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our new voice message service. Check the episode notes for all the details. There are links there. If you click the details, they'll take you to wherever you need to go. But let's pray, shall we? Loving Lord, I thank you for my life, and I give you grateful praise for your great goodness and abundant mercy, which is new every morning. Thank you that you are a gracious and faithful Father, even during those times when I stray from you, or when I allow the anxieties of life to steal away my peace and rob me of my joy in the Lord. Lord, I pray that your perfect peace would guard my heart, and that you would provide me with a quiet focus and a quiet tranquility within my soul. Guard my mind and guard my thoughts, and prevent me from worrying about what may or may not happen. Instead, keep the eyes of my heart focused on Jesus, and my ears ever open to the leading and guidance of your Spirit. Give me strength to face all the eventualities of life, in the sure knowledge that your grace is sufficient for all my needs. Help me to keep my eyes looking to Jesus in a calm and quiet confidence, knowing that He is the author and finisher of my faith. This I ask in His precious name. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught His disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.